and I was beginning to have like physiological symptoms. I got vertigo multiple times. I got shingles and I began to realize that that was caused internally. That, that was just the stress that I wasn't dealing with. Have you ever let stress get the better of you? Want to know how to maximize your productivity? My name is Tommy Bowie. Follow me as I deep dive into the minds of successful entrepreneurs and industry professionals on the tools, tips, and strategies they use to overcome stress and boost productivity in their daily lives, especially when the going gets tough and the stakes are high. This is the Stressless Entrepreneur Podcast. My guest today is a registered nurse, international board certified lactation consultant, mompreneur, and owner founder of Milky Mama LLC. After having her second child and returning to work, she struggled with her milk supply and realized that there were very few resources for breastfeeding mothers in the same predicament. She knew then that she had to come up with a solution that would help to increase her milk supply. Using her knowledge as a registered nurse and love for baking, she developed a milk making cookie recipe and fell in love with the results. These lactation cookies dramatically increased her supply and soon after, she decided that she could not keep her discovery a secret and had to share this with other mothers who were going through a similar situation. Along with offering tasty treats and beverages, Milky Mama has also generated a following of women who help support each other and other women on the journey. Whether you're a first-time mother or a Hollywood celebrity, Milky Mama can empower you with the physical and emotional support you need to raise happy and healthy babies. Today I have with me Crystal Duhaney. Crystal, welcome to the Stressless Entrepreneur Podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here today. Crystal, I wanted to get you on the show today because on top of being a registered nurse, you're also a mompreneur that manages a business that has over 260 likes on Instagram and 350 likes on Facebook. So I wanted to dive deeper to see how you're making it all possible and some of the challenges that come with it. But before we do that, are you able to give us a little bit of history about yourself? Yeah, so I'm a registered nurse, as you mentioned. Um, I'm also a mom of two and a business owner. And I'm, you know, I've juggled it all and it's been a journey juggling everything. And I've really learned ways to manage that. And I'm looking forward to sharing those ways. And how did you get started with Milky Mama? Talk us through that day when you decided to start your own business. Yeah. So when I had my first child, my son, who's eight now, I thought that because I was a nurse and because I felt like I knew enough about how things work, that breastfeeding would just be this easy thing to do. And I didn't get very much information about it from my healthcare provider. I just figured that it just comes naturally. And after I had my son, we struggled. You know, I I had every issue that you could imagine. And I went to my healthcare provider for assistance and got very little help. They didn't refer me to a lactation consultant. It was just kind of, I was just kind of brushed off, but I was determined to succeed. So I educated myself and we struggled our way, you know, to over two years of breastfeeding. And so when I became pregnant with my daughter, I knew that I wanted a much better experience the second time around. So I began preparing in advance to make sure that, you know, I was, I was prepared and educated to have a much more successful and more enjoyable journey. And after I had her, I was equipped with the information necessary and we got off to a relatively good start, but I still had some struggles with my milk supply. And so I came up with a recipe for a cookie that could help promote my milk production when I returned to work. Um, the cookie was delicious and it worked wonderfully. 
And I shared it with one of my mom friends who loved it. And I shared it with some of my local moms who loved them as well. And before I knew it, we would have a line out our door of moms trying to buy our cookies. And that progressed into us renting a commercial kitchen and then renting or leasing our own bakery and retail store. And then in 2018, we purchased our own corporate office where we hold breastfeeding classes and such. Are you still working as a nurse as well? Or is this your full-time job? Yeah, I'm still a licensed registered nurse. Um, so yep. I still hold my nursing license. I just don't work in the hospital. I, I work in the capacity of assisting, you know, postpartum parents now. And when it comes to being a lactation consultant, is that a common job or is it easy to find in terms of when mothers are, are new mothers? Is that a standard practice to kind of look for a lactation consultant? You know, you would think so. Some parents don't know that they exist, and a lot of healthcare providers don't really refer out. Um, you know, if you go to your doctor and break your arm, they'll refer you to a radiologist, or or they might refer you to physical therapy to help healing or things like that. But if you are struggling to breastfeed, they might just tell you, hey, give formula, or hey, it's okay, you know, but they rarely refer you to a lactation consultant. That is changing. We're starting, you know, things are starting to change, and things are becoming more aware. But there also aren't very many lactation consultants that are certified. So I'm hoping that that changes. I'm hoping that the availability is, is more widespread. Yeah. And when it comes to new mothers, uh, what are some of the common themes that you come across when it comes to stress or the pressures of looking after a newborn, especially when they're not being able to lactate? Yeah. So, you know, being a new mother or a new parent in itself is stressful. You have this whole new life that depends on you. In addition to that, you're also balancing and trying to navigate your new roles because your life that you had the day before <laughs> is completely different now that you have this new human to take care of. So you have all of that and then you have the hormonal changes associated with giving birth and just adjusting. So, and then if you throw in breastfeeding and low milk supply and latching issues, you know, it can really become this whirlwind of, of stress and being insecure and unsure of yourself and doubting yourself. Um, so I'm hoping that we Milky Mama can somehow bridge that gap and provide a, a network of support for parents and let them know, hey, you're not alone. This, you know, we've gone through this too and you have a safe place to go to for support. Yeah, you mentioned network of support there. Now that you have a, a big social following on Instagram, how are you now using your platform to kind of provide that support? And what are some of the challenges you're facing or you're seeing in trying to build that network? Yeah, so, you know, we have about 265,000 moms that follow us and that look to us on Instagram alone. And we do our best to provide a destination for support. So we're very engaged in our, in our social media followings. And we do weekly live chats to where every Monday they can come on. And, and if they have any questions, any burning questions that they've been holding on to, they can ask them live and I'll answer them live and give demonstrations. We also post lots of stories and content that really just lets them know that the struggles that they're going through are not isolated, that they have this network that they can reach out to us. We have a Facebook support group as well, a private group with about almost 30,000 moms in there where they can, you know, really 
connect with each other and connect with us and other healthcare providers to kind of navigate their parenting journey. And then on Facebook, we have over 350,000 followers that follow us there. And they, it's the same type of environment. You know, they can connect with us via messenger or send us a DM or leave a comment. We really want to just provide a resource for them no matter what time it is, no matter what day it is, for if they're having a moment and they need someone to talk to, that they have somewhere to go. When it comes to stress of having a newborn, some mothers uh, are able to cope, uh, but some, mm -hmm. some mothers will get to a period where during the pregnancy that their emotions are high, there comes the self-doubt, there's mm -hmm. all these emotions that are coming through. It's fantastic to see that you're also not just helping people with lactation, but you understand things that are around that can support mothers. So mm -hmm. fantastic to hear that. Yeah, thank you. Your business in the current times. We know that we have COVID-19 and that's affecting a lot of families, a lot of businesses. How has that affected, how has COVID-19 affected your life personally and also your business? So my life personally, you know, like I mentioned before, I am a mom of two and I have two young school-aged children and my son is eight going into third grade. My daughter is just starting kindergarten this year. My husband, you know, we both usually work outside of the home, but we've been stuck and confined to our houses and so have our children. And it's been tough, you know, not being able to go out and kind of release any stress and just get fresh air like you would normally do or go on outings and having your kids trapped in the house really does create a lot of tension and just you know anxiety when we're stuck in the house so we have been doing our best to burn off some of that energy making sure that we remain present making sure that we are really kind of tuning into ourselves and, and acknowledging our feelings because we know that this is a very tense time. I mean, I love my family very much, but I'm not used to seeing them 24 hours, seven days a week. You know, normally we have some time where we can kind of go our separate ways. So it's definitely a balance as far as personal life. And then plus now with the new school year starting, you know, we also have to balance virtual learning at home and making sure that my, my kids are still staying educated. So, you know, we roll with the punches and mm -hmm. that's the best thing that we can do is make the best out of it and do our best. Company-wise, it's been tough too. You know, our corporate offices was also our hub for our local breastfeeding support group. So we would have weekly support groups where moms could come and, and sit with each other and share stories and they could come in and get assistance and ask questions. And that's not there anymore. So we have shifted that to virtual. Now we offer lots of virtual support and virtual consultations and stuff to be able to still to still serve the community in that way. Prior to COVID-19, were you already doing virtual sessions in terms of teaching mothers how to go through that process? Prior to COVID-19, we were doing some virtual. We were, we were still doing our, you know, virtual live Q&A sessions, and we were still very active on social media. We still did some virtual lactation consultations, but after COVID-19 happened, we, for about two months, we offered free lactation consultation services because it was very uncertain time for lots of people, and, you know, a lot of people got lost their jobs, and we didn't want the lack of resources or the lack of a job or income to affect their ability to get breastfeeding support, especially for newborns. You know, it's a very crucial phase. So we offered free services for several months. Now we still offer those services and we still kind of expanded our virtual offerings because we know that there's still such a great need. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to the Black Lives Matter 
protest and movement as well. Being a person of color yourself, how have you seen the impacts and what are your thoughts on how we can, I guess, progress moving forward? Yeah, you know, in light of the terrible events, I have seen a mixture of extreme support and a mixture of pushback and ignorance from other people. Some people have really embraced my company and other Black-owned companies that may have been disadvantaged by systematic racism and, and such. And others are set in their ways or maybe haven't kind of realized the trauma that our culture has, has experienced over the last 400 years. So it's been tough, you know, and I'm a mother of, of two kids, of two Black kids. I'm married to a, a Black husband. And mm -hmm. It's scary to think that we have to think about if we can go to a certain store and not be harassed. I have to think every time my husband goes to the store, is he going to come home okay? Is something going to happen? You know, if he gets a ticket, three police officers show up instead of just one car. And those are just little things that are normal in our lives, but shouldn't be normal, right? So I'm hoping that with this movement, that there's an awareness and that we stop turning a blind eye to the differences in treatment and that we can all be treated equally. And I'm also hoping that everyone kind of bands together and really realizes that we're all human and that we all deserve to be treated as such. I think to help things progress, it's really gonna take, you know, people kind of unlearning what they've learned, some of that learned behavior that's been passed down from generations to generations, and unlearning that and really kind of digging deep and trying to investigate why things are the way that they are, because they won't change if we just hide or ignore what's going on. Yeah, I love that you said that we need to create some awareness, but also be aware ourselves as well. We've got to have that internal yes. understanding that we act a certain way, but sometimes we need to be aware of our subconscious, you know, responding or realizing that we've acted a certain way and then we can yes. like, change that away because we are aware because people like myself or someone who you can plead ignorance, but then once you've done it, yeah. you have to understand, well, how, how has it impacted that person? Exactly. Then how can I change for the better? And, and that's where I think we'll see the biggest change is not just a paradigm of Black Lives Matter, but it's the, yeah. the, the thought process of being more self-aware on our response to our actions. I think as a whole as well, you know, as, as a Black community and as a Black woman, those traumas that have been passed on from our ancestors have created this internal pain and negativity. And we look at things a different way. We're always cautious of things that we shouldn't be, which also creates some tension, right? So I think that as, as a community as a whole, if one side can really just be aware and acknowledge and be more culturally sensitive, and if we can be more aware and culturally sensitive as well and realize that, hey, we can make a change within us, they can make a change within them, then we can all come together. That's my hope is that we can all just come together and unite as one, you know, and just treat everyone with dignity and respect. Yeah, and I think when we, for example, if a person of color does something bad, you assume automatically that it's because yeah. they're that person of color. Yeah. But it goes the other way as well. You know, if they've done something for the first time and, uh -huh. you know, success and on and, and all that jazz, you say, oh, because they're a person of color. So and yeah. it, it, it's not fair to say that because you're removing mm -hmm. their effort and merit out of the equation. So exactly. that's something that I myself are trying to change and hopefully through this podcast, create that awareness for, for times to come.
Yeah, well, thank you for that. Thank you for being aware and, and doing your part. Talking about, you know, managing stress and COVID-19 and, and business, what are some of the ways that you manage stress at the moment? Understanding there are the restrictions and, you know, you can't go outside. Have you had to, I guess, pivot or find some new ways to handle that anxiety and stress? Yes. So, you know, being a business owner and a mom and a wife and having all these roles, you know, has really been difficult. Um, in the beginning of my business owner journey per se, I've never dealt with this level of stress of owning a business. And I was beginning to have like physiological symptoms. I got vertigo multiple times. I got shingles. And I began to realize that that was caused internally. That, that was just the stress that I wasn't dealing with. And if I didn't take control of the stress and managing stress, that it would just continue to make me sick. So I started meditating and I, I found a love for yoga and just really being present and acknowledging how I'm feeling instead of just burying it and moving on. That's, that was my tendency. So especially during this time, you know, when tensions are high and I, and I can't go, you know, to the gym because the gym is closed or I can't go, you know, wherever. I really found a love for doing yoga at home in my backyard, just, you know, being in nature in the morning before anyone wakes up. Something about that, like morning air, just fresh air, just doing yoga outside has really helped me. Meditating for however long my kids will give me, <laughs> that has really helped. Um, I try to do that daily and just really focusing on self-care. Um, it's really easy as a mom to neglect myself and to care about everyone else around me. But once I started kind of making myself a priority as well, um, it's really been easier to manage. Some of us don't actually understand the importance of oxygen um, that's circulating throughout the home. And, you know, we always have our doors closed. There's no yes. um, recycling of the air. And I had a recent interview with a doctor in terms of chiropractic, and he's saying one of the best things you can do is just focus on your breath because yeah. we tend to take half breaths, um, especially when we're doing things. But as soon as we sense. focus on our breath, you take full breaths, then our entire body will just automatically change because of, mm. of, of the symptoms of just taking that full breath. So that, that's great that, you know, you're finding ways of understanding what works for you and then realizing that and, and taking advantage of the short time that you have to kind of manage those, those feelings. Yeah. I'm going to try that taking the full breath thing because when you said that, I, I realized that, yeah, you know, it's rare that I'm actually fully expanding my lungs, taking nice full breaths and also opening windows in my house. You know, not only are we circulating air, we're circulating energy. I think it's, it's just good to let all that energy from yesterday, all that anxiety out and just let some, you know, start new every day with a nice, fresh, clean slate. And looking forward to the next 12 to 24 months, what's next for Crystal Duhaney and what's your ultimate vision for the business? Oh, what's next for me is I hope to help as many parents as I can. That's my ultimate goal is just to help as many parents feel supported and empowered and confident as I can. And for the business, we'll continue to grow. We'll continue to offer our services. We, we, you know, we, we just expanded to Canada. So hopefully we can expand worldwide. And uh, yeah, that's, that's it. Just continue to grow and continue to just be a leader in the lactation field and, and supporting parents. And what would you say would be the thing that's stopping you from doing that right now or your biggest challenge from doing that? Hmm. The biggest challenge I would say is time. You know, um, there's not enough time in the day to do <laughs> everything that needs to be done. And we're a small team, you know, um, although we seem like a larger company, 
we're a very tiny team, woman-owned business, you know, minority-owned business, and we're super duper tiny. So I think that those two things are probably the thing that makes it the most difficult. I can't really change the amount of time that we have in the day. <laughs> As this month is National Breastfeeding Month, is there a message that you'd like to send to our listeners, especially if they are new oncoming mothers that are, I guess, nervous or embarrassed to kind of reach out to, yeah. to speak to people if they are going through some issues? Do you have a message for them? I'm excited that you knew that it's breastfeeding month. So <laughs> thank you for knowing that. Yeah, you know, first I would tell moms that you are enough. As a new parent, we have the tendency to doubt ourselves and not know if, if we're doing good enough, if we're feeding baby enough, if we're doing anything enough. So first, you are enough. Also, any amount of breast milk is amazing. Whether you breastfeed for one second or breastfeed for one year, you're an amazing mom. And also, if you choose not to breastfeed at all, you're an amazing mom. I think that we are too hard on ourselves and too hard on each other. Take it day by day, you know, one day at a time. and relax and enjoy being a mom and don't be so hard on yourself. If you need help, there are resources available. Seeking help does not make you a bad mom or less of a mom or less of a person. It actually makes you really strong because you're doing whatever you can to be there and be well for yourself and your family. That's a fantastic tip when it comes to the humility of accepting that, you know, sometimes that we're, we're, not, we're not perfect. And, mm -hmm. you know, there are many others out there who are going the, through the exact same situation as us. So I find that yeah. support network and then we can always move forward from there. Of course, we don't have to always have it all together. Even though we like to look like we have it all together, it's quite okay to have those moments where it's not all together. Crystal, is there anything you'd like to speak about that I haven't mentioned? To all the new moms or expecting moms out there, like I said, you, you'll do amazing. You'll do an amazing job. And find that support network before you give birth, if you haven't given birth already, so that you can build your team and, and set yourself up for success. And for all those who would like to find yourself, where can they find you? You can find us and all the other breastfeeding and pumping and formula feeding mamas and combination feeding mamas on Instagram at Milky Mama LLC or Facebook at Milky Mama One and Twitter at Milky Mama LLC as well. You can also join our official Milky Mama Lactation Support Group on Facebook. And if you want to, you know, if you're interested in our services or any of our products, you can find us at www.milky-mama.com. Fantastic. Crystal, thank you so much for joining me today on the Stressless Entrepreneur Podcast. Thank you for sharing your story and I wish you massive success in terms of helping the mothers that you intend to help. Thank you so much for having me. There you have it, guys. Thank you for tuning into the Stressless Entrepreneur Podcast with me, your host, Tommy Bowie. If you like what you've heard today, please make sure you subscribe to our show and share this podcast with your friends. Leave us a review so that we can take on your comments, grow with you as a channel, and keep providing you quality, stress-free content. If you have a story to tell or just want to say hi, drop me an email on hello at the stresslessentrepreneur.com. I'll catch you all on the next episode.